Good evening and welcome to Slam the Gavel, the show that tells it all regarding family court, other court issues, and CPS. I'm your host, Marianne Petrie. And since 2016, Monica Shimonik has been coaching moms and dads as they navigate through the treacherous waters of the family law racket. Aside from workshops, which helps with specific problems, her 12-week signature course, The Best Interest of the Parent, uses a four-quadrant model to create a robust healing and empowerment system so that you control the narrative in your life, not the state. Use the coupon code SLAMTHEGAVEL to get 10% off her course, and that will be in the podcast notes. And today I've got guests on. I have the parents. I have uh, Julie and Jim on. And as you might recall, um, as far as I had Riley talks about Divorce Done Right, she was on November 15th, 2020. Season one, episode 14. And Riley had graduated from Slippery Rock University with a bachelor's in philosophy and theater. And she talks about divorce done right. She continues to talk about how her parents handled their divorce. Though heartbreaking, making life easier for her and her sister, Riley discussed how her parents handled transportation, pickups and drop offs, and how they communicated for the sake of their children their re- remarriages and what that meant for Riley and her future. So right now I've got some excellent co-parents on and um, we're going to have a talk about co-parenting. So welcome Julie and Jim. Yeah. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Hello. Hi. I'm so glad we can talk. That's so nice to be on here. Yes. And we need to learn from you. <laughs> We we need to learn what happened. I don't know about that. <laughs> well, <laughs> let me first say that I have no letters after my name. Um, I am. We are by no means experts, but we know that we absolutely love and adore our kids and would do anything for them. So, <laughs> and that's what it's about. And it's hard to blend families. So when absolutely. Yeah, when all this happened, how hard was it to blend a, you know, because Jim has two kids, right? It's two or three, Correct. right? Correct. Yes. Uh, okay. Two. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm. Was and it, I have two. Mm-hmm. Because Jim has a boy and a girl, and you had your two girls. Correct. So how, like, was it really hard, like, when the kids met? How did all this all evolve? Well, it, it, it might kind of run the same for other families um, who, who each parent has kids, um, and they're trying to blend it together. Uh, Ours, when Jim and I first started dating, the kids got along famously. They were all best friends. And this was like, you know, having your best friend over every time we would come over um, until we got engaged and then married. uh, My kids moved to Jim's kids schools and it just made things a little difficult for his kids trying to relinquish 
their their home because we moved into Jim's house. Um, so it was hard for them to uh, kind of adjust to that. Yeah, that would be a big adjustment. Um, was there a lot of fighting? I would suggest to any parents that if you're if you're joining families i would suggest um and this i realize this is a lot to ask but each spouse sell their house um and and get a house a fresh start so that none of the kids feel like that uh the other family is invading on their turf so to speak if it if it's possible it wasn't for us but if it's possible that really makes a huge difference well that makes sense because there's memories there exactly so was there was there like a lot of um squabbling or fighting between them all or was it rough? well um in our instance um my ex-husband and i it was fairly easy for us because in this instance because he lives out of town he lives uh um south part of the state like six hours away mm -hmm. jim's um ex-wife lived in the same town um it was a little bit difficult on that side of things um because he had moved on basically um and wasn't as available to them as much as he was in the past mm -hmm. so it it was a it was a little bit shocking for the kids now that they had to really share their dad because we didn't move into his house until after we were married so all of this was brand spanking new mm -hmm. So it was like an, like an invasion. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I would say also, too, if you are a parent and your ex-wife or ex-husband got remarried, um, to be as positive and supportive as you can about their marriage to your children. I don't care what you think of in your head, but it, you don't have to say that to your kids. Try to make it as, if you can't make it as a positive, at least make it a neutral. Try not to say anything negative because that really affects the family. And sometimes, unfortunately, they intend on that to happen and hope that that happens um, so that the family isn't as happy as before. And then there's a lot of resentment from the kids to their new quote unquote parents. Right, well, that makes sense. And they'll, they'll resent the new parent coming in correct like it's you know basically placing blame on that parent um which of course we all know it's not true but 
when you're dealing with types of attempts of alienation, that can definitely happen. Mm -hmm. um, it was tried. Uh, it, it made it rough, but we got through it. How did you get through it? Because some people are probably wondering, how do you get through this? We're trying to mesh a family together and you've got to somehow get through it. Uh, what did it take and how long did it take? It took a long time. You kind of have to stand your ground and just be solid and steady with everything you do between the different children. Um, and, and each other. And each other and try to be as... as level-headed and calm as you can possibly be at every moment that's that can be stressful it's, it's very, very stressful <laughs> <laughs> um you know if you are always who you are um if you don't let words from the other parent get you upset or which I, I, I it didn't always happen for me which i'm ashamed to say but if you can just kind of keep in your mind that this really isn't what this kid thinks it's been kind of ingrained in their brain from whoever um just try and be as loving and neutral as you can and um let that spouse kind of handle it um the the parent of the other kids handle it as best as they can and try not to interfere um because you're just going to end up looking like you're the one causing the problems mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i can i can see how that can happen um you just try to just almost stay out of it um when the child says something, you just, oh, that's nice. You know, <laughs> try to say something positive. Right. Well, I don't know about positive. <laughs> it, it, if they're being disrespectful, say, let's just say one of Jim's kids says something to me that's very disrespectful. I definitely have every right to stand my ground, but you have to be the adult and you have to be the parent. Um, and you can't say anything disrespectful about the ex about their mother or ex-father because that's just fueling their way of saying that it's not right. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Be very, very careful that you don't say anything about you know oh your mother's just putting that in your head and it, you have to really be the mature one as hard as it is when you're in that position you cannot get into the squabble you, you just can't you just <laughs> have to deal with the child because if you say that it's getting the kids in the middle um and believe me you will feel the wrath of that in the long run yeah and how long would you say an adjustment period did you have it's still adjustment period <laughs> it's still an adjustment um 
but it's it's much more um even sighted now the, the kids will eventually come to see that everything they've been told was a not truth or stretching of the truth and as long as you keep an even keel they'll realize that that's what you are and accept you for what it is mm -hmm. and again i can't say enough that you cannot when they say something to you you can't join in that fight you just have to say oh okay well i'm sorry you feel that way um but uh you cannot talk to me that way um but um and not really say this is your mother this is your mother coming through and and you know they're looking to you to be uh the parent and mature and level-headed because they are not they're feeling lost they they lost spending full time with their their dad um his attention is being swayed by you know his new wife or girlfriend it's hard it's very hard on on both kids my girls went through it too with their dad um you know the house changed um they bought another house and um you know he he obviously spent a lot of attention on his new wife uh, and that's going to happen um but you also have to make sure that you pay enough attention uh to your own kids um give them some alone time um that's something we probably didn't do enough of and looking back i really think that's important to not have to do something all the time with the dad and the stepmom or the mom and the stepdad they really like to have just some alone time with their dad or mom but you have to be available for them so when they do need you you're there right mm -hmm. Well, yeah, they need that. And, um, you know, how hard is that when um, you had your, well, like, I guess I'm asking Jim, I mean, if your daughter wanted to go to a movie with you, how, how hard was that to do? Because I know you work and everything. How, how would you work something like that out? It wasn't so much that it was she was very jealous of everything i could have spent 23 hours a day with her and one hour a day with julie and she still would have been jealous or with you know because me and the girls lived in the house and she was there every other week okay so that's hard that's mm -hmm. hard to know that your dad is spending all that time with other kids you know what i mean right and like i said we did not do that enough jim is just not that type of guy <laughs> but um you really really should i think it would mean a lot to your kids they can say things to you that maybe they couldn't say while i'm sitting there you know like i feel like this is happening or i'm feeling lonely or i'm feeling jealous or mm -hmm. there's just some things that they can't say maybe to their parent in front of their step parent mm -hmm. 
Yeah, it's it's a fine line to walk, isn't it? It really, and being a step parent and or whatever you want to call it, um, is one of the hardest things, probably the hardest thing I've ever done ever. Mm -hmm. because I had all this love for these kids, you know, my heart, I'm just, I'm that way. I'm a mushy kind of person. Mm -hmm. My heart just overflowed with love for these kids and to not get it back Mm -hmm. because of something kind of foolish. Mm -hmm. It really, really is, is hurtful, Mm -hmm. but they're not adults. So you can't really tell them that, you know, Mm -hmm. um, it's it's just very very hard. So basically, as as step parents, I think if you just focus on your kids, make sure that they are doing um, what they need to be doing, giving your kids um, the parenting uh, that you need, that they need, and the love that they need. Um, I think that's basically your role. And, you know, some people have great relationships with their stepchildren. Um, I would have loved that. I, I would have loved that, but it just didn't happen that way. Hmm. Well, you know, maybe because the, the mother lived in town and whereas your ex-husband lived out of town, I don't know. Um, no, I, well, here's what I think. I think that's probably part of it. But the other part is my ex-husband and I put our children first most of the time. Um, I, his relationship um wasn't necessarily uh, didn't come along the right way with his girlfriend or wife um so it was a little difficult to support that with my children Mm -hmm. but I had to I, I just I didn't say positive things about her but I didn't say negative things about her I just kind of stayed neutral right um because if I did that, I know darn well that when they go down to visit their dad, there's going to be nothing but sadness and anger, and um, it, it's not going to do them any good. And their dad knew that too. And I think we were just that way. We, we didn't badmouth uh, each other. Um, in Jim's relationship, it was a little bit different um unfortunately uh so i mean not on my end (laughs) no 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 yeah um (laughs) so um i just have to say make yourself as available as you can to your stepkids um as much as they'll let you and try not to get You can't push too hard. Right. And I think I did that. No, maybe. I I tried too hard. Well, maybe you're trying to make a good impression and and you want them to like you. That and 
Yes, exactly. I wanted them to like me so bad because I wanted us all to be happy and like this, you know, really happy family. And it started out that way, but it didn't end up end up that way. Sometimes when your family is really, really happy as it comes together, the other side, the other parent gets afraid. They get afraid <laughs> that they're going to like it better at your house than at their house. Once it became official officials, when it started going bad with my kids. Yeah. Because at that point, I think they realized it was official. And my ex realized, like Julie said, that there's a possibility of them actually liking it better over at my house than yeah. her house. And that's, uh, can't you under, I can understand that. But that's not being a ball. No, but I can understand the fear. I think everybody who, who's gone through this has that fear that they will like it better over there than with you. So you have a tendency to cater to them a little bit more. And that's one of the worst things that you can do because they will pit each other, pit you against the other parent. And that never turns out well either. I'm taking notes as you talk. <laughs> Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, I feel if I'm quiet, that's why. Um, yeah, this is, it, it's so it's so much to take in because people don't realize what this entails when you start. They don't. No. No. Especially while you're living through it at the moment, it's hard to sit back and think about things when you're actually trying to do the things. Right. Exactly. But my advice, looking back, and we by no means did a great job, a wonderful job. Um, I think my kids, you know, went through trying times because they felt um, the stress and strain of uh, being in the same school as their step-siblings and their step-siblings, not necessarily. Not only the same school, they were both in the same grades. Both sets wow. of kids are exactly the same age. Yeah, yeah. Um, but my advice looking back is try to be available to talk. Don't take it personally, um, which I had a tendency to do, which make, makes things worse really please don't take it personally because it really has nothing to do with you and everything to do with their fears. You know, there's so many fears as a kid, you know, um, my dad doesn't love me the same anymore. My dad isn't spending as much time with me anymore. Um, my mom is, is sad and hurt because my dad is acting better with his new wife than he was with her and now the kid you know the child's mad at the dad because he hurt her mom you know there's just so many things that go into it um and i recommend therapy 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 the mm -hmm. kids really really should go to therapy and a good one not just any old one that comes along mm -hmm. And some therapists, you know, you go to one and you might not click. So you have to try another one. Try something. You know, oh, something absolutely. 
and absolutely and sometimes school counselors um can be very uh beneficial beneficial or detrimental or detrimental <laughs> right yes um yeah uh yeah and and really to try to really stay not friends with your ex-wife or husband but just really remember every time that you say something about that person you're damaging the child you're not damaging your ex-wife or ex-husband you're damaging your child who loves that person so just keep your mouth shut let them know that you love them more than anything and that you will get through this and that you know it's hard and admit your mistakes say i'm so sorry that i reacted that way to you when you said that that wasn't a good thing for me to do and i'm not always going to be perfect but i try and i love you and i probably will make more mistakes again um that's that's the best thing you can do mm -hmm right it's, it's you've got to just bite your you know tongue and not say anything and you know maybe just go with the flow and hopefully you have to mm -hmm. and some people aren't doing that and this is why we've got a lot of problems yes in society and whatnot but um and like you said which was a good point is every time if you say something detrimental about that other parent it does hurt the child it makes them feel less it's the child mm -hmm. yes and it's a fine balance and i i think you guys really did well we did good for what we we did the best we could the best we could and um, I think they all have turned out very well. I mean, they're all productive citizens. They all have decent work ethic. Doesn't that sound like a man? That's the thing. <laughs> with your, your kids, you always want them to be a provider and worth worth something because without that worth, then they even feel worse about themselves. So yeah. they have to be have to have a self confidence. Mm -hmm. to go out and do things productive be yeah. productive and, yeah yeah and also too that's that's the side from the dad but you know the moms will say we gotta love them mm -hmm. well, that goes without saying <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah well i i think they all but felt ever, i'm sorry go ahead i i think so too i i um of course mine my kids were a little bit different they didn't have to go through that back and forth um, they had to watch it transpire in the house and that stressed them out as well and I feel very badly for that but you know you just have to work through it nobody's perfect um, nothing's easy when it comes to that so there's no. always somebody that's good to talk be, that's going to feel left out there's always somebody that's going to feel 
jealous of the other ones. You just have to be, like I said at the beginning, you have to be on an even keel with everybody and treat everybody approximately the same to the best that you can, whether they're being good to you or not. And you'll come across issues, mm -hmm. you know, um, each kid acted out their, um, their sadness, their anger in different ways. Um, my, I know my kids definitely did, and I know Jim's kids did, and that's gonna be expected. Um, this is not an easy thing. You're, you're literally saying goodbye to a parent that's leaving out of your house that you got to see every minute that they weren't at work or weren't, you know, anywhere. That is horrible. That's, that's so sad for a child. That, mm -hmm. that now they have to pick between one or the other. That's mm -hmm. horrible. You have to remind yourself of that. Um, mm -hmm. and, and just try to do the best you can. So they, your kids will definitely go through issues. Um, one, of, one of mine cut, did cutting. Um, I think the other one did for a bit too. Uh, but then I took him to um, counseling. We did a lot of counseling. I did a lot of love talk, <laughs> um, <laughs> a bit more attention to them. Um, and you look at him now and you wouldn't even know that they went through any of that. Mm -hmm. So I'm really proud of them that they came through this and they're still loving, caring, giving girls um give you the shirt off their back mm -hmm. um and productive members of society i'm sure jim would say mm -hmm. yeah. four or more yeah well then you did something right even though you, you you may think you're making mistakes but you know it it's every parent feels they're making a mistake right well every parent does make mistakes right right mm -hmm. And then you look back, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, and you're going, oh, I shouldn't have done that. I should have, shouldn't have said that. Then you just backtrack and, like you said, apologize. And I'm always here for you anytime you want to talk. It's always. It's if you yes. come away from talking to, to, you know, in a fight or whatever, and you come away and that night you're just sitting there going, oh, I'm such an idiot why did i say that she's only 12 or she's only 10 or she's only 16 you know wh why did i say that i'm the adult there is no shame in apologizing to them even if they come back at you partially yeah as a brat or or meanly at least you did your part and they'll remember that that you actually apologized mm -hmm. to them I always say love always wins. Love always wins. Be loving no matter what. Be the same no matter what. If it comes to the point where maybe you're not allowed to see your kid or for whatever reason, text him every night. Mom loves you. I'm thinking of you. Um, let me know if you need anything all the time. Even if your child hates you for mm -hmm for reasons that your the other parent did mm -hmm. always come back with love never never come back combative like the other parent 
no one wins, especially the child. Right. And it just, it just adds for more hurt and resentment, sadness. Yeah. And no one comes out a winner. The <laughs> whole family's torn apart. No, and it's, and people have like, what you've done is you've, you've all worked together and strengthened the family units. It's stronger than it was when his kids were younger. Um, but, but it's still not exactly where it needs to be. Um, they're, they're adults now, mm-hmm. but there's still time. You never know how it's going to, especially once your kids have kids. Mm-hmm. Um, you never know how it's going to work out from year to year. That'll kind of be the deciding factor on how well you did, too, when you see how the grandkids turn out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Because you know, they'll remember things and how they were treated. And, you know, they will, you know, remember good things. And they'll want to do those and things. And bad. For the kids. And bad. But I mean, they'll, they'll hopefully better even that relationship yes. with their own child. Yeah. We hope. And having three girls and one son, the girls will remember more of the bad. And the son will <laughs> oh, remember Jim. more of the good. <laughs> Are you saying women hold on to their resentment, Jim? Just grudges, that's all. <laughs> I've heard that. I've heard that women hold on to their grudges. <laughs> I, I don't agree with that. Do you, Marianne? I don't. I mean, I'm not the type. Okay, maybe it's true. I mean, I'm not the type that, you know, yeah. I mean, I guess there's, everyone has their own personality. So. Right. I guess it depends on the person. It could be true and it couldn't be true. It's true. Oh, <laughs> oh! <laughs> but I, I know some. I know some guys that have held on to grudges. So, <laughs> oh yes, yes. So you just don't know. I mean, it's just very difficult, and that's why I wanted to have you both on this show to explain your journey of of co-parenting and meshing a family together because it's just so important that other people know that this is difficult this is not an easy task and there will be some people that go oh my gosh that sounds like us or there'll be some people that go oh my god thank god we didn't go through that um and other people go they're nuts (laughs) (laughs) well that's true we are so but um (laughs) You know, just keep trying, keep trying with, with your, your stepkids. And as far as with your own children, really try to make their parent as reachable as you can. That, that's all I have to say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... Like, did you encourage them to call their mother or father in, in the evening at all? Or, you know. Not call. Did you? Not really. Um, Mine but, were there every other week. So it was, it, was, oh. it was different with hers. 
Yeah, I, I didn't encourage that because we, um, he lived six hours away mm -hmm. and we actually, at first, I drove them the six hours every other weekend um, so that they could spend time together. So it would be six hours there and six hours back, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we'd meet sometimes, it would be three hours there and three hours back. Mm -hmm. Then on Sunday again, three hours to meet and three hours back. Mm -hmm. So, I, and I would do it again in a heartbeat because that's kind of what makes everything come out better. Mm -hmm. um, you know, when you realize that, that those kids need to see both parents. Right. And and you knew that your ex was not bad mouthing you. I didn't know that. No, I didn't know that. Um, but I didn't. The kids didn't come home and say, you know, Dad said this about you. I didn't even think about it mm -hmm. because I knew that was none of my business. My business was keeping his bad attributes whatever um out of their ears i guess you would say because he's a very good father so mm -hmm. there's say something about him personal it isn't fair it's not mm -hmm. fair nothing was hidden it just was never mentioned right mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. on jim's side it was a little different and i also had a ex-mother-in-law that did not help things at all mm -hmm. Yeah, she was kind of in the mix too, but yeah, this happens. Yes, it does. And it's too bad that they don't realize that this is affecting the kids as well. It's only making things harder. Why not make their lives easier as kids? Right? But there's <laughs> yeah. so much people go through so much fear it's fear I, you can call it selfishness but behind that selfishness is fear fear of losing those kids coming to your house or wanting to see you and wanting to come to your house um because they want to come to their dads it's all fear of being of losing your kids and and it's not true they would never love another person more than they love their own mother or father but you you tell yourself that in your head sometimes but it's not true mm -hmm. yeah it's it's uh, it's difficult um you know like in my situation it is. you know i mean my my spouse that i married he didn't have kids so this was really simple yeah, I didn't have to go through what you guys yeah, went through. It should have been very simple. It should mm -hmm. have been. Mm -hmm. But in your situation, when the other parent, the stepmother, doesn't have children, mm -hmm. he should have controlled the ball a little bit more than he did. Mm -hmm. um, he let her control that situation. That's why I say the step parent really should take a step back a little bit mm -hmm. um, and kind of let the parent choose how they're going to parent that child, those children. And then back them up when they make the choice. Yes, right. 
but right. sometimes step parents get jealous and afraid too that they're not going to be as loved as the kids do and they are the ones that encourage or they're jealous of the first wife mm -hmm. that happens a ton where the second wife is super jealous of the first wife i'm not saying that's with me but maybe in your situation mm -hmm. um and so they try to make life as difficult and make that first wife look as horrible as they can so that their husband they think that their husband thinks horribly about them too mm -hmm. um sometimes it doesn't work yeah yeah oh and it could be a big mess as you know <laughs> oh yes absolutely yeah people have to work together i don't know why it has to be so difficult just work together for the sake of the kids. Right. And, and I know people hear that saying all the time. It's for the kids. Work it out for the sake of the kids. But really think about what that sentence means for the kids. You know, if he's standing there and he's dropping off the kids and he said, yeah, and don't feed them macaroni and cheese again, mm -hmm. uh, you know, Susie. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what you really want to do is go, oh, well, you didn't bring them here with any clean underwear. You know, <laughs> yeah. that kind of bull crap has mm -hmm. to stop. And mm -hmm. if, if they do say something like that and go, yeah, okay, bye-bye. And then when the kids are gone, then you can run around the house and punch pillows. Right, right. Yeah, or you know, or just or just find a, you know like a room that's empty and just pound a pillow. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Get a get a one of those boxing yeah. punch bags. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The speedball. That, that, that's a nice one. I, I actually taught my sons how to work a speedball. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there is something mentally wrong with a woman who tries to to get in between a husband and his kids or his first wife. Um, and I'm not saying I think all women think it, but very rarely do women um, go to the extent that you're you're kid's stepmother did mm -hmm. yeah that was a bit much but <laughs> yeah oh uh, and and it should have been controlled by the father mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um that's what i'm saying um right, right. not well, to belittle him i'm mm -hmm. saying for the good of the listeners right because when i married brad i told him i said if there's if these kids sass you back come to me and tell me and I will discipline them. Right. <laughs> because right. I, I wanted them to like him. And actually, you know, he became like another right. kid. <laughs> he became another kid. <laughs> I, I, instead of you know, all these kids, I had another kid. You know? But that's okay. That's okay. If, the, if that's the role and they get along in that role, that's absolutely okay. And you know, my daughters all the time say that Jim is um, 
a father to them too. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, because he, and even, you know, even um, during homecoming, uh, my daughter Riley was um, nominated for homecoming queen and both her dad and Jim drove in the truck together. Um, and when she gets married, she said both of them are going to walk her down or walk her down the aisle. Mm -hmm. um, you know, um, and, and their dad thanks Jim all the time for picking up the slack because he knows that he can't because he's so far away. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know I'm making it seem like it's roses and stardust and everything. It hasn't mm -hmm. been. But for this instance, in general, it, it has been very good. Mm -hmm. Kind of have a funny note with Pete. Her, her ex-husband one time, we were at Riley's 16th birthday party, and he had just bought a new motorcycle. And he was talking about this, this, and this, and that. And he goes asked me why I never had a motorcycle. I said, I got kids. I don't have time to ride. <laughs> and it kind of hit home with him that I was doing everything after work for his kids. And he wasn't because they were 600 miles away. Mm -hmm. Oh, so how did he take that? Did he look at you like funny or? <laughs> it was funny. We both kind of chuckled. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, but isn't that the truth? You mm -hmm. know, <laughs> but, you know, and in in his defense in my in my first husband's defense i moved them back home because i had um his mom and dad here i had mm -hmm. my mom and dad here um so it really wasn't well it was kind of his fault that i moved here <laughs> because yeah. he found another person that he liked more than me oh <laughs> but um <laughs> but uh so you know we we totally got it i mean we totally were you know we both understood why we had to do what we were doing mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and still your kids got to see his parents it's not that you denied your girl oh, yeah you know yep. their grandparents absolutely they were a huge matter of fact i was closer to his parents than he was um they picked what because i went to work when i moved back here um and they picked him up from the bus stop every day they were a huge integral part of my life mm -hmm. and i will never be able to thank them enough for that and i think a lot and of the kids life right i don't think a lot of parents realize it when they cut off the grandparents that they're cutting off their nose to spite their face oh my gosh absolutely i think the more i guess i'm talking a lot i'm sorry jim <laughs> I, <don't want> <laughs> I, I think the more i've told my kids you know they're like oh, we get to have Christmas here and Christmas there and Christmas there. And I said, aren't you guys so lucky that you have so many people that love you? Mm -hmm. I mean, not only my parents and Pete's parents, but Jim's parents and, you know, um, us and brothers and, and stepbrothers and stepsisters and you know, extended family means so much too at a time like when families are are 
falling apart. Mm -hmm. Um, that is so important too. And for someone to keep their child away from grandparents too, unless they are very, um, detrimental to the the situation, Mm -hmm. um, you know, that they're kind, loving people. The, the kids need that. You're not punishing anybody but the kids. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. It's just, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm just so glad I had you both on because I wanted everyone to hear what the both of you had to say about all of this. I'm sorry I rambled. Oh, no, you did. Oh, no, it would, this was great. I think this was, you know, good for everyone to hear that, you know, here is a co-parenting situation that actually worked. It was difficult in, you know, maybe in the beginning, but yes. it smoothed out and, you know, it, it yes. went, everything went its way, how it should have gone. And everyone was allowed to see right. their parents and their aunts and uncles. And nothing was taken away from the children. They got to see their family. Right. And that's why I needed you on here to tell everyone and explain how this works. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, like I said, sometimes you learn afterwards. And I think it's up to the parents that have been through it. Mm -hmm. You know, if your ear hears somebody really, you know, crying and about being a step parent and how hard it is, or, you know, a couple that's going through, you know, the think that their marriage is falling apart because their kids don't get along or because of the exes. I really try to give them hope (laughs) because not too many people do. Yeah, people need to be encouraged. Uh, Sometimes they think they're alone in this. And, um, right. You know, I, and I, I don't mean to eavesdrop on people's, you know, conversations if we're standing in line at Walmart or, you know, <laughs> but I might right. feel like I can offer something to them, some type of or hope. friends, right? Or, you know, somebody who posts something on Facebook that, you know, your heart goes out to them, private message them, say, right. you know, I've been in your shoes. Do you want to have coffee? We can compare notes and I can maybe tell you some things that worked and some things that didn't. Mm-hmm. That's a very good point. You know, and it's like Facebook is, you know, um, it, it's very, it, it can be a valuable tool. <laughs> it can be, you know. <laughs> it can be. Uh, I'm trying to be positive. If we're uh, all adults. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. <laughs> is, when the is presidential there, election is not, it's not a presidential election year. Let's put it that way. Right, exactly. It's like <laughs> everyone, you know, like my mother always said, don't discuss <laughs> politics or religion with people. Just don't do it. <laughs> yeah, we all discovered that again last year, didn't we? <laughs> yes, Holy we, <laughs> crap. <laughs> <laughs> is is there any last advice you could give people that are going into blending families? Is there anything that you can think of that would be some more good advice? Keep a level head and be as even keeled as you possibly can be. Try to be the adult in the situation. 
and just do the best you can. Try to set a, a good example in everything that you do. And I would say the most important thing is don't take anything personally and do not talk badly about the kid's father or the other kid's mother. Try not to um, talk badly about, well, anybody really. I mean, it doesn't, that doesn't look good anyway, mm -hmm. but. Definitely don't bad mouth the exes. Yeah, don't bad mouth the exes in front of the children because mm -hmm. it, it's not going to work. It's going to backfire. Mm -hmm. Most and if you're, if you're newly married, then you, and you don't think your marriage is going to last because of all the stress, mm -hmm. keep trying it will come to an end give it a couple of years it would just keep trying and remember how, why you guys came together to begin with you loved each other you, you had fun together just keep remembering that right definitely that's excellent advice i totally thank you for coming on my show both of you no problem and hang thank on. You. Thank, thank you. Thank you for having us. Yes, and don't 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 jump off. Okay. <laughs> Slam the Gavels a podcast to help the okay. public understand what really goes on in the family courtrooms. I'm your host, Marianne Petrie, author of Dismantling Family Court Corruption, Why Taking the Kids Was Not Enough and Cry Out for Justice Poems of Truth. Please join us again in the future for another exciting episode. So I thank you again, Jim and Julie. Thank you. Thank you.